Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. everybody, this is Jen Plank. I'm super excited. I am here with my good friends, Corey and Tony on your day off podcast. And listen, they've got a really awesome month coming up called Legends and Icons. And the reason why I think it's so cool is, well, lots of reasons. But one of the reasons why is because the lineup they have is absolutely outstanding. Every single featured legend or icon is not only uh, given us uh, multiple years of their life dedicated to the professional beauty industry, but they are still like just killing it today. Um, you know, really staying relevant. And, uh, you know, that's what legacy leaders and icons and mentors do. So I just think that um, the lineup that you guys have is just really off the chain and I will for sure be listening in and I aggressively encourage everyone else to plug in too because you know you just might get your learn on and uh, I know each one of these people at some point in time laid something down that I picked up that uh, changed the course of my career and uh, you might catch something that does the same for you so listen in legend and icons your day off podcast with my homeboys Corey and Tony you do not want to miss this lineup so Jen Plank I'm signing in hope you guys do too all right, so Wayne Grun, like what a, what an amazing uh, human to feature for legend and icons. And, you know, the thing about Wayne Grun is, is if you ever have an opportunity to just sit with him or, or his wife, Deborah, they're the most genuine, kind, real, down-to-earth people. And their story is, like, epic. The sacrifices they've made and, and continue to make in their own personal journey to better serve others is just outrageous. I'm so excited that he's being featured. Um, the other thing that I love about Wayne is you can be walking by the surface booth and they can just be like slammed like an envelope. And right in the middle is Wayne. And all he's doing is grabbing people off the show floor and he's telling them all these new great things they're doing. He keeps it exciting. He keeps it real. He's um, very humble, inspiring, and, and quite frankly, as an artist, he really is he really is quite iconic. Uh, the, the guy's got just magic artistry, and uh, you can tell that he's quite a mentor because his entire team is on fire all the time. Everybody's passionate. Everyone's excited. Everyone's got equal value. Um, I love working with Surface. I think, uh, I mean, Wayne is just a, a true blessing to the industry all the way around. So way to go, Wayne Grun. Get it. Hey, hey, welcome to your day off. My name is Corey, and of course, I'm sitting next to my buddy, Tony. What's up, Tony? What's up, brother? I'm super excited about this month, man. This month is incredible. It's like I, I've been t- explaining to people or talking to people, and uh, I, I can't. The people that we're talking to this month, I never, ever thought I'd have the opportunity to speak to, much less speak to a few months into the podcast. I'm just incredibly, incredibly honored. And uh, I'm, I'm with you ever since, uh, you know, from 
starting school, you, you started to hear these names and then now you're at the point in your career that you actually get to, to actually have a conversation with them. That's and, and it's blowing my mind. It, it, I, I, I'm kind of a, I'm kind of like, I'm starstruck this whole month, right? right. Like, all these people, like you said, you know, you see them on the stage or you see them presenting in front of you and you just never know if you ever have the opportunity to say hi, much less to be able to sit down with them for, you know, longer extended times. Yeah. And and, and as everybody uh, are tuning in now, you, you know, obviously you've seen uh, some of the videos that we've uh, launched leading up to the uh, Legends and Icon month. Month, I know. Uh, you know. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty exciting. So, uh, so this is cool too. So we get to uh, start off the month or, or blast off the month, as uh, as I like to think at least, is that uh, today we're going to talk to Wayne Grund. Yeah, uh, you know those that that follow Surface, you know uh, his story, and it's uh, a pretty impressive story. And we're going to dive into that story and really try to get to know Mr. Wayne Grund. Um, you know, I, I've been a fan for a while, so I'm, I'm super excited to because he's he's given a lot. Not only to the hairdressing community, but outside the hairdressing community in the world. And we're going to get into that too. Him and his wife have done a lot of good to help this world. That's amazing. I mean, I kind of want to just talk about Wayne without introducing Wayne, but right. maybe, maybe maybe this would be the time to bring Wayne in. Yeah. Um, Mr. Wayne Grun from Surface Hair, welcome to your day off. Hey guys, well, uh, thanks for having me in. I'm just sitting here listening to you. And we're like, whoo, I better have some information to share with you. Uh, this industry's really blessed me. I'm, I'm excited and honored to be on the Hair Industry Podcast with you. Oh, thanks, buddy. Thanks yeah, a lot. We're man. honored. Yeah, we're, the, we're, we're the honored ones yeah. here. So uh, before we kick this off, uh, tell us a little bit about uh, where you grew up. Well, I, I grew up in a, a small town. It's called Watson, Saskatchewan. Um, it was about 500 people. My dad had a uh, there's one chair barbershop there. Five hundred people. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was, it was a metropolis. <laughs> <laughs> I think my graduating yeah. class was larger than your town. It definitely. Was. Oh, my my graduating class was uh, 28 students. Oh my god! And uh, so it was. Uh, yeah, it, it was a, it was a great upbringing though. I, I think you really appreciate the quality of life in a neighborhood like that and. Uh, you know, every kid plays on every sports team because you need them because you need those bodies and faces. And uh, Johnny's Barbershop, my dad's barbershop was, you know, kind of the center, the meeting point of all the men in town. And I learned a lot of valuable lessons from my dad. And you take a look at a small town like that. And, you know, barbers almost went under um, in the uh, early 70s when men's long hair came in. And my dad went on a quest for education, learned how to cut uh, long hair for men. And all of a sudden, a lot of the women in the salon. So it was a a wonderful place to grow up in. So did the barbershop transition from a barbershop into like a quote-unquote hair salon? Um, no, um, it's traditional in that day. There was a dad's barbershop was on you know, one side of the, the room kind of type of thing. And one door was in the middle and there was another beauty salon on the other. And, you know, dad only focused on cutting hair. But uh, I can remember, golly gee, it would have been about 1972. And the closest city is where my wife and I live now is called Saskatoon. It was about a a 90 minute drive and uh, he would go once once a week for about six months I think it was learning how to cut long hair and um, I was his guinea pig at home of course oh. <laughs> <laughs> and that was back in the day the young men's hair then too they even put a net over the top to film it was kind of cool I can relate to my wife was my guinea pig uh you know we were dating at the time and she allowed me to while well, while I'm in school and 
uh, Gerard teaches me a new haircut. <laughs> so I go home and practice and, uh, you know, our wedding pictures, she's, she still curses me. She looks, I want to get married. <laughs> just that better hair. Yeah. Just some pictures yeah. better. Or I think my hair was longer than her hair at that time. <laughs> and kept, more of it. Right. Like I kept cutting it off. So, so your, your uh, dad was a barber and your grandfather was a barber too, right? And you're a right, third yeah. generation hairdresser. Uh, and uh, my I had two uncles that were barbers and you know, three aunts that hairdressed. And um, I started cutting hair with my dad in the barbershop when I was 13. Uh, my first haircut that I ever got paid for was $1.75. Uh, don't tell anybody, but unlicensed <laughs> Watts in Saskatchewan. Wow. Well, that's incredible. It's uh, truly in your DNA. Or he didn't have options, right? Like he yeah. had no options. Well, it's kind of kind of cool back then because any small town uh, out in the prairies, you had two barbers. And one was in the pool hall. And then the others was a freestanding uh, the, in the, the pool room. And the other one was freestanding like my dad's. And of course, you go and joke was if you go to town, who do you go see? The, uh, the guy with the barber with the good haircut or the barber with the bad haircut? Because <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you know, the, the, the one with the, uh, the good haircut, the other guy gave it to him, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. So the, 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 you know, the standing joke with my dad was he was always frustrated having to go trade off haircuts cuts you know <laughs> and uh, so he stood me behind the chair and took those long seven inch shears with the detachable blades and showed me how to begin scissor over combing and uh it was kind of history after that i guess wow that's awesome that's pretty amazing I was, you know imagining like mayberry with floyd the barber that's totally what, that's totally what i'm imagining as well so i mean and not to get too far ahead wayne i mean we'll, we'll kind of get back there but you must be pretty excited about like this this huge uprising in the barbers that we've seen over the last 12 months or so. Yeah. You know, it's, it really brings the craft back because I truly believe the best found fundamental training is barbering. And when I was 17, I got my barbering journeyman's when I was 18, I got my cosmetology. And if I look back at both trainings, the barbering training really taught you to be the best haircutter. I think and it's just, I might be prejudiced to it because it really taught you the eye for movement, you know, the eye for line and stuff. That's pretty amazing, actually. You know, it's it's funny, like, um, I mentored a lot of young, um, you know, people in our industry over the years. And, you know, when, when you get a young hairdresser and they're so scared, there's so many of them that are, are, that are scared of men's haircuts. And my advice to them was just, you know, just dive in there and learn it because really the shapes are all the same, right? It, it's all kind of the same shapes. It's just, you know, how long is it or how short is that shape? But the shape itself is, is, is the same. So, um, I don't know. I don't know where it's going with that, but, uh, but it, it just, it, whatever <laughs> carry on right <laughs> no I, I know what you're saying on that though because it's the the shape is it gave you a freedom base i mean that that's the best way i can share with it so the man's haircut sits in front of you and you know how you're going to run your taper you know how you're going to your basic laws of how you're going to hold your comb and then when it got longer the first thing that people started talking about mid-70s was called radial layers um, in radial layers, you start to begin to understand the flow of hair. And basically, if you think of hair all pulled out from the, from the head, you see this big wall of where's your inner perimeter line. And, you know, I look back at my career, one of the, the greatest things education-wise I think I've been able to, to connect with the industry is the cutting system that I brought to life now about 30 years ago. And it was a new approach. And, you know, speaking of our, our great friend G and, and even Gareth, as, and I was sometimes I'm nervous when people come from strong fundamental backgrounds of going, how are they going to take this? Will they teach it? And, you know, G just embraced it. He's become a the true leader with us because it's a street smart system. 
and it embraces mainly women's trend in design, but it also embraces men's trend in design. And there's really only five haircuts in the world. That's it. Long one length, long layers, horizontal line, inverted line, and short layers. But what trends are, are an exaggeration of those. So as long as you have your fundamental bases in, you know, one of the things, and I'm going to guide us because my mind just went this way. So join me on this little quick ride. Oh, let's go, man. Is, uh, you know, one of the biggest mistakes I find that uh, cutting systems make or programs in the industry is they don't teach people what they sell. And in fact, even I can remember being in school and learning long layers while well, you, know, you walk up to somebody at the bus depot going, oh, hi, how are you? You know, how about some long layers? <laughs> There's nothing to sell. So, you know, what I did is, is, is we identified a very street smart sectioning pattern to the five basic core haircuts, but then we gave them sellable names. So, you know, we have the edge, which is long one length freedom our long layers then we have windswept which is the new line for the bob name and then we have our our front and center which is our inverted line and then the crop so you know when you're in discussion you can share with someone you know there's a look called freedom that would be perfect for your layers maintaining the length shaping the face really give freedom to that hair i just use that as an example so you know basic schools that even use it, you know, they'll identify in their mind, one of your little brains that pop up, there's lots of voices that speak to us. They'll go, okay, well, this haircut I'm speaking to my guest about falls into the windswept family. So now I know my section, so I've got confidence. And now I'm just going to personalize it to her based on her facial shape and based on her lifestyle. So there's an infinite amount of design out there, but it all comes back to those cores. So, and if I look at my barbering is where this part of the conversation came to, that gave me good confidence and fundamental understanding of the basic short hair pushes long hair away, cut the hair in the direction you want it to move and away you go. I totally get it. I I see it already. (laughs) I need a freedom haircut, right? (laughs) That's it. Oh, that's awesome. (laughs) So Broomer has it, uh, that you traveled over 195,000 miles in one year. Well, that, that's a true rumor, but the, the, the real part of that rumor is I've done that uh, approximately eight to 10 times now. I've, I've got 3 million miles under my feet. Wow. <laughs> 3 million miles? Hey, Wayne, when are we going to Australia, bud? <laughs> You know, and you know what's you know one of the ways that I look at it, it's 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 the way you go to work, and I you know I, I don't never have to work a day in my life because I love what I do, and um, it's where you go, and you know people say Saskatoon, Saskatchewan is one reason I guess that I've I've flown so much too, and people say where are you from, and <laughs> every everybody's from somewhere, and we realize that, and you make the most out of where you're from, and um, everybody being from somewhere, it's just my somewhere is maybe have the opportunity to uh, see a little more of the world. That's incredible. Yeah. All right. And, and are you like, is, is sketching, is it to the left of Canada to the right in the middle? Uh, uh, we're, we're pretty much in, in the center uh, in the prairies and uh, our, our hub point when we fly, we go to Minneapolis. I'm on first name basis with all the people at the airport. I think in, in Minneapolis, <laughs> so we, we connect out of there, but you know, and it, just, um, I've been very blessed to have been able to, you know, travel most of the world. And, you know, a lot of the times my, my wife can come with me, especially now that uh, the children are older and we're in the grandchildren phase of our life. So um, it's been a wonderful to be able to see hairdressers. And, you know, the coolest thing is, is whether you're in the Ukraine, you're in Japan, you're in Australia, United States or Canada, is, is hairdressers are the most amazing people you'll ever can connect with. So it's wonderful. Amen. I mean, that, right. that, yeah, that's, 
I, I couldn't agree with you more because, you know, no matter where you're from, I mean, we all are a part of this, you know, this huge family, you know what I mean? And, and when we meet up, no matter where you are, we, we embrace each other like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. We just have that connection that just, I, especially those that like yourself that, you know, given so much to this industry and you have so much respect from all around the world. Uh, it, it's, you know what I mean? It's mind blowing on, you know, 3 million miles. <laughs> 3 million miles. That's, you know, that's, absurd that's a lot of hairdressers around. from around the world that you've, that you've influenced. Yeah. That's amazing. Right. Yeah. That's a good point tone. Hey, uh, Wayne, can we get into your Redken years? Um, absolutely. Uh, you know, one of the things, and I'll, I'll take you back in my history is my wife and I opened our, we've been salon owners now for 40 years wow. in May, wow. 1978. We, we opened up our very first salon. It was 100 square feet in the back corner of a, an auto body shop in the town of Humboldt, Saskatchewan. Um, my rent was $189 for the <laughs> month. Um, the only thing we had to our name, it was the year we were married, and uh, I had we had a 1975 Camaro Supersport 1 styling car, and the bank loaned us um, $3,500, and we had to put the car up for collateral to open our, our very first salon, and it was exactly 100 square feet, as I say, and I had three wet stations in it, and the reason that I, I take you on that quick journey is my sales consultant was so impactful. And um, he had guided me into Redken at the time and a product called Jeremac uh, by Jerry Redding. And it was about six months um, into the salon's history. And all of a sudden, a friend of mine came in, sat in my chair and told me that his wife just picked up the Jeremac Jalov shampoo at the local uh, convenience store for about $1.75. And I was crushed. And, you know, as soon as he left the salon, I phoned my sales consultant right away and he told me to quite simply just you know put that that product into a box and he was going to come up and guide me in success and that fall he came in and he said you know Wayne I tell you what there's a two-day symposium and that's coming to Saskatoon it's hosted by Redken you really need to come and uh, being the good western Canadian boy I was I says you know Art I'd love to but I've got a hockey game that weekend I really don't think I can make it <laughs> <laughs> and um, I, I learned something in life about honesty and sales. See, it would be very easy for him at that point to go, well, you know, there'll be another program coming up sooner. See, that's your average individual telling people what they want to hear. But, you know, he looked at me and he said, well, you know, this symposium, there's going to be a cutting section, there's a color section, and then there's a, a guest client communication section, and there's a business building section. I mean, it's two days that your young business really needs. And by the way, your business is going to support your family. You've just gotten married, and, and I think you're, you're expecting your first child. What's more important, the hockey game or this educational event? And that was a huge life lesson right there. And I went to the educational event and I saw that Redken was much more than just hair products. They were, they were culture. And that's when I began to get connected. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy, right? Yeah. It, it, we still feel that way. I mean, with Redken, right? I mean, we, we have a lot of guests come on and, and that culture still exists, but that's what a, what a great mentor or a uh, influencer in your life. That's yeah, pretty cool, right? Yeah, what well, yes. he made, right? Yeah, so in the, the young, I started like every educator does, um, you know, doing local education, and uh, I got interested in, in photography too, and was very successful in uh, on the photography end of it, and a lot of magazines picking up our work. So I, I worked freelance education as as well as we had our salon, and the next year we moved our salon to a, a home that my wife and I bought an older home, and um, I was a contractor at night, you know, pounding nails and hammering and putting trying to put plumbing together and. 
Um, that was also in the wild ages when um, I first we opened that business. Um, interest rates were like nine to ten percent, and within eighteen months they were twenty one percent. Wow! So um, you know there was a lot of um, doing as many classes as you possibly could, and um, that I think really honed the skills in presentation. And I, and I absolutely love being able to give back that way. And um, I had the opportunity to work with uh, Redkin for about uh, 12 years of some very, very um, uh, inspirational growth periods during my life. And, you know, they saw how successful my salon was and asked me to be a part of our Excel program. And um, I got into presenting what we were doing in the salon. I didn't even think of it as business management. Well, it was just what we were doing that made us successful. And, you know, we opened our, in 1984, what did we, 82, we opened up a salon in Saskatoon, which was 90 minutes from the small town. And we had uh, three stylists our first year, 10 our second, and on our third year, we had 37 hairdressers. And uh, How do you manage 37 hairdressers? Well, you know, I didn't even know it at the time, uh, but I had very good systems in place and tracking systems. And, um, you know, I worked with my, it wasn't um, anything that I'd learned through a business management program, but I, I worked with my sales consultant and we built a year out market in 1984, we had a 85, we had a year out marketing program. You know, I know what every promotion was going to be, you know, 12 months in advance. So I could still stand behind my chair. I knew what our marketing cycle was. I had our education planned out, uh, what we were going to do. And, um, you know, we were doing written retail recommendations and you know, we were named retail salon of the year um, back in, I believe it was 86 that it was at that time we were now we track in units but at that time we tracked in dollars and we were doing $12 and uh, 64 cents per guest now shampoo is only six dollars so we were averaging over two units a guest back then and there's something in success guys that that I believe in is that success isn't something you do it's who you are and that's what culture is about and that's what, who we were in the salon. And, you know, that's really who surfaces today when we go in that direction is, you know, success is really, you know, who you are. Because, you know, a, a diet is something you do. Eating healthy is who you are. Wow. Yeah, that's, I mean, you know, I feel like I'm, you know. Being learned. Yes. Being exactly. learned. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm, like, I'm getting excited. Right? I know. that that's That's crazy. I mean, how did you. Like, like a lot of what you were talking about, you know, sounds very similar to like what some of our summit guests have told us. Um, this was all, this was like, like pre like Michael Cole and pre all that stuff. Or did you kind of pick some stuff up by, by, you know, using some of those techniques? I guess my question, were you, yeah, the, were you talking something I did, or just something yeah, you came up with? No, it's, um, it was something I developed and it, based off of a program I developed in the mid 1980s. And um, actually Michael Cole's a very good friend of mine and him and I have collaborated on different audios in the early nineties. But in the mid eighties, I really took a look and I, um, I'm a real good friend of my little voice inside your head. And go, okay, what, what does it take to be successful? And I identified five principles to start with is number one, get your chair full, communicate effectively. Um, those were the, the first two. Do great work. Make sure your guests can take care of their hair at home and keep them coming back as rebooking. So those were those five principles. And I look at those as five principles as any successful businesses. You know, get your chair full, communicate effectively, do great work, make sure your guests can do their hair at home and keep them coming back. And at the same time, I'm, I, I believe I just naturally became a student of life just by different books that I read, um, you know, from Earl Nightingale and down to, uh, you know, Zig Ziglar and such. And, and then I identified three other principles. And the three 
three principles I identified were the principles of awareness, responsibility, and process. And see, I believe you can only control that which you're aware of. That which you're unaware of controls you. So being aware without judgment is the key. Because if you are aware of no matter what it is, and you include any self-judgment, you're really not aware. And then the second thing is awareness, people will tie that to knowledge. And, you know, quite often people will say, well, knowledge is power. And, and see, I believe that that's not right. Knowledge is a necessary fuel, but it's action that's power. So when you go from awareness, the next step is responsibility. And what responsibility is, is when you accept responsibility for your thoughts and your actions, your commitment to them rises, and so does your performance. It's quite simply summed up in the 10 most powerful two-letter words in the world. If it is to be, it is up to me. So when I become aware and when I become responsible, the third step there now is process. And what the process is in life is the action you take or you do not take on a daily basis. So you know, taking those three principles, you know, I apply that to my, my family. Um, I apply that to my business. I apply that to life in general. It's this awareness, responsibility, and, and process. And then that became a driving force of those five keys of success that, that I shared with you. And, you know, no matter, and there's a, when I, I did a circuit of shows, golly gee, would it end of the 90s it would have been. And, and I had, I think it was tens of thousands. And we use them at Surface now. There are five keys cards, like a little business card, you unfold it. And it's got those five points there. So no matter where you are in your life in the industry, if you feel challenged, open it up and you can identify which one of those points you need to work on. Wow. Dude. Yeah. My mind is blown. Right. You know, yeah. Wayne, that, that, that's so great. Um, how can people, yeah. How can people learn more of, 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 you know, uh, and I know you teach it in the surface family, uh, you know, those things, but how can, how can our listeners find out more about those five keys to success? Well, you know, one of the things that to, to really do is through social media, which you guys are doing an amazing job of, and you know, my hats off to you, you know, with the hair industry is that um, to connect with us um, on Facebook to uh, on our fan page, to be able to connect with us in um, our, uh, you know, with Instagram, but there's something that'll never be replaced is face-to-face -face learning. And th that is an absolute must. So there's a time to connect. And we've got such, you know, we've got a, there's a five-step process that we support salons with. And, you know, it's, and again, it's a set principles. It's the first thing we do for salons or an individual stylist is, and we provide this complimentary. We don't charge them to coach them. As long as they're a part of our family uh, within the Surface product, they're, they're connected with that. So the first thing is an assessment and we don't even ask them to go to a computer is, you know, we get them to identify, you know, where they see their strengths and their weaknesses. And then that goes over to a little guide map and it shows them, you know, what type of learning and we've got certification programs in cutting and, and our coloring, um, a thinning hair, a wake and line and, and curls. So, you know, through a one to two day program, they can gain that confidence. So then after the assessment though, what happens then? Um, one of the things that we have that we supply our stylists and salons with is a strategic roadmap. And it goes back to my days in the 80s of knowing to know where I'm going while I can still stand behind my chair. And the strategic roadmap itself is a, um, a document that's got four months on it. It's got links into YouTube for videos to support it. And it's an education marketing plan so they can see where they're going. 
And then every month right now, we've got 8,300 salons in North America that are connected to the Surface family. And they get an email direct from me once a month that's called their game plan. And whether they're an independent salon of one or a large salon, is that game plan will show them um, things that they need to be aware about for the season. Um, it'll have different promotions that they can really present to their guests, but it has educational videos as well. So once a month, they get that connection video for that from me. And again, it's free for just being able to give back to the industry for being a part of Surface. And then we've now, two years ago, we launched our advocate program. And our advocate program is throughout North America. Uh, we train our educators and our salon growth managers. We've got 140 educators now. We've got a team of 30 in the, the street that are salon growth support people to really help our salons. And our top 100 salons at this point of the year are up 66%. Uh, how many other businesses can say that they've got that kind of a growth? Why? Because we have their hairdressers behind their chair, but we give them the complete business management type plan. So, so, so Wayne, just to slow you down real quick. So what's that 66%? Like what's that baseline? What's that? I guess I'm asking, how do you measure that 66%? Well, what we do is we see where they were, the, we we know where their purchase base is. So um, basically, if you take their purchase base from 2017, you take their purchase base to 2018, we can see where that line goes. And um, one of the greatest things is, is we coach them how to market it. If you take a look at, there's two, one of the pages that we have on uh, Facebook is called the Surface Chat Room. And that's just where salons post their own work. It's unsolicited. So when, when they go to that chat room, what they're able to do is, you know, they, they put up their own successes, they put up their own gross. And, you know, we've got from our, our largest lawns with tremendous growth, but then we've got independent contractors that, you know, have grown their retail by double digits. You know, they're retailing over $4,000 a month, again, because it's not something they do. It's what? Who they are. Mm -hmm. Why? They've learned to speak a different language. But before you speak a different language, you need to learn to think differently. And if there's one big thing that you know I can put up and really flag all of the, the listeners, this is called the Global Forum. Um, and and th this one, too, uh, it puts a big smile on my face. It's such an appreciation of all of our Surface team out there is we're going to be 10 years old next year. And in the last nine years, there's a new beginning. There's a program that we started in 2009 called New Beginnings. And it was a two-day symposium that really coached the culture of surface and it coached the technical skills. So it was the art and the business that we put together. And in the last nine years, we hosted 108 of them and we had 8,900 plus attendees that joined, that came to those symposiums. And if you were a new surface salon, they were free to you. And otherwise your rewards program, or, or you could pay to be a part, uh, to attend them, obviously. Um, this coming year, we've grown to such levels. We've introducing a new symposium. We've replaced that. So no more new beginnings. We appreciate it, but it's now called the global forum. And uh, the global forum is, is bringing in the top people that we've really connected and trained and they, they walk our talk is what we call it. So we've got uh, Jared Kearns, we've got uh, Sarah Gallagher, we've got Sean Carlson, who's absolutely amazing, our, our global ambassador, and myself, and um, then our local teams. And we've got Calgary, Alberta, we've got New York City, we've got Las Vegas, Davenport, Iowa, Orlando, Florida. So we've moved to a larger type of event for them. So where um, where is that event uh, this upcoming year? 
Um, well, the Global Forum itself, uh, two weeks from now, we're going to be in Calgary, Alberta. The end of August is New York City. Um, make sure that, that that one, well, they're all going to sell out. And then the beginning of September, we've got Davenport, Iowa, which will probably be even our largest one. Really? And then the end of September, we're in Orlando, Florida. And then in the uh, middle of October, we're in uh, Las Vegas. Wow. Yeah, that's that's pretty impressive. I mean, now that we're in the, the whole surface uh, moment right now, what, like 2009, what, got, what inspired you guys to start a product line? You know, here, well, it was a double-edged sword, right? Like, like, how do you, how do you make the commitment to leave, you know, your life at Redken and then, you know, to have the, to have the gall to start your own product line and know that that was the right move? Well, there, there was a, there was a big, there's about a 15 year span in the middle there. And, and I left uh, Redken in the, the middle of uh, actually the beginning of the nineties, just when they had been acquired uh, by L'Oreal. Uh, the acquisition of L'Oreal had nothing to do with it, with it. Um, it was just time for, for me to move on. And I, I began, first of all, working just with independent education. And um, I then was approached by um, a couple of individuals and we did a brand under my own name. And that was uh, through the nineties. And then uh I, when I was coming up on my 50th birthday, my, my wife and I were very content with life. We had a beautiful lake home and a beautiful home in the city. And uh, we had our first grandchild and I was uh, at 50 and deciding that we were looking at our semi-retirement and I started studying personal health. And um, when I started studying personal health, it, it led me immediately to the potential toxins that are in hair and skincare products. And um, I, I had no intention of starting a brand. But I wanted to know more. And the reason was my daughter, Jackie, who is now our, a fourth generation stylist, and she heads up innovation and she runs our salon still to this day in, in Saskatoon. And um, I thought, you know, they were stylists. So I just wanted to know more. So I, I contracted the time of um, different chemists and discovered more in organic chemists. And I kept getting more alarmed and I got my wife involved with it. And, you know, one of the questions that a chemist asked me, he says, Wayne, how many blow dries have you ever done? And I've got a humor. I kind of laugh. I'm like, well, probably a couple hundred thousand. <laughs> and, and, and chemists, I find, not for the most part, are not real humorous people. They're a little drier. And, <laughs> he, looks, he looks at me and he goes, um, you know, there's nothing funny about that. You've inhaled everything that's evaporated in front of you. Wow. And about as quiet as our set got right now, it's how quiet that room got. Wow. And I says, what should I be concerned of? And he says, well, one of the first things is, is, is something that's not on a toxin you know, register at all because it's, it's in a liquid that people will use within their, their styling products. And at that form, there's no hazard, but it's polyvinyl propylene vinyl acrylic. And being the hairdresser that I am, it took me like three years to pronounce that. <laughs> <laughs> and it's abbreviated as PVP backslash VA, and it's in over 90% of products, and it's a plastic that gives slip and detangling. And he says, the challenge is when you take the heat of a blow dryer and you dry it, you're, in, you're inhaling. And at that time, uh, and he asked me, he says, how many hairdressers do you know that have respiratory issues? And I was like, oh, my goodness, it's you know, through my whole family with it. And, you know, the next thing he says is, do you realize also that you're in one of the industries with the highest level of chronic fatigue? And I says, well, you know, I just thought that's because we were on contact overload from talking all the time to people. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> And um, he says, well, you know, 86% of the world have gluten intolerances. Doesn't mean you're celiac, but you have intolerance levels. And your industry, because it's a very good reparative protein, has chosen to use uh, wheat as their primary protein. 
So again, within your hairsprays and within cross-contamination is what it's called um, with it, you're continually surrounded within that environment. So when you get your day or two off, you regenerate and you come back, but your body is also cleansing itself. And that was also a time of uh, people becoming aware of parabens as preservatives. And you realize that over 86% of breast cancer patients have parabens within their breast tissue. And, you know, take you a little bit of a history. In the 1970s, the number one preservative that was used in our industry was formaldehyde. And when, you know, the FDA discovered that formaldehyde was a potential carcinogen, there wasn't enough time to, for them, I believe, they moved too hastily to decide what was going to replace them as preservatives. So, you know, we went on a mission quite simply to create our, our statement as surfaces high-performance salon-exclusive hair care that completely respects personal health and the earth. And, you know, when I, I looked at my wife and I said, somebody, and everybody does this in life, you guys. I know, it's just, somebody's got to do something about that. And I was that guy at that time. I said, you know, somebody's really got to do something about that. And uh, my wife, she says, well, you know, isn't there wonderful natural products out there already? And I says, honey, there's natural products out there, but they don't perform at the level we need them to. If I'm going to stand on a stage anywhere in the world, if I'm going to stand at, at a photo session, or I'm going to stand with a guest in a salon, I need that performance. So at, at the age of 50, we basically mortgaged everything that we had. Um, our kids invested and took our time, and we went on a mission to meet two standards. And the very first standard was the highest performance of anything we could bring to the market. At the same time, the ingredients had to completely respect personal health and the earth. And um, there's not a morning I don't pinch myself to think I'm dreaming. You know, with our 8,000 salons plus now in North America, we're into Europe, Central America, South America. We've just launched the Philippines. And, you know, the kid from high school in Watson really wasn't coaching how to do that, except do what's right. Wow. Do what's right. So, so Wayne, like so many, I'm going to put you on the hot seat a little bit here. Like so many companies have tried to fulfill this promise, right? Like, I could, I could, I could name a bunch of them, but like, like, how did you, how did you guys figure that out? Like you were saying, like there were no, you know, some of these products um, don't perform as well as, as, as you'd like, 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 like how'd you figure it out? How did, how did Wayne Grun figure out how to do it? Or how'd your chemist figure out how to, how to do it? Well, there was, there's two things. Um, and the one part of it on the hairdresser side, we have a very successful active salon. So we work with three different sets of chemists uh, from Canada and in the United States. We own all our own formulas. We pull them together to be vended, but where they really get tested and developed is behind the chair. Um, you know, people say animal testing, absolutely not. No animal testing unless you call our salon guest animals, my grandkids animals. <laughs> That's the Sometimes that they might act do. like animals, but yeah. But and you know, and, you know, I don't want to bring any humor on that because it, you know being humane in our world is very important, but it, but it is the funny part, but that's the real part is when you have the guests going, I love that. And at the same time, we had a couple of real breakthroughs. Um, we were very, very blessed early in our development years, 10 years ago. And one was with a certified organic Babasu oil. And we weren't the first company to use it. Actually, Aveda used it when Horace was in first development, but they used it as a moisturizer. And the Babasu oil melts at body temperature and can act in two forms. I'm going to get a little geek on for you here, guys. You ready to get some geek? My daughter always warns me, Dad, we're all hairdressers. Don't get too geeky on that. <laughs> Let's get geeky. Any, any formula you look at has a couple of categories. One are drivers and the other are actives. The drivers will be able to carry the actives onto or into the hair and skin to work. 
what we've been able to do very early year one was be able to harness and derive the basu oil to be a driver. So as it melts into the hair or skin, it carries other elements with it. So that's been a real key to everything we've done, right down to our, our pure color, which Babasu oil is a key driver with it. Now, the next thing we're able to do is, and this was a total by accident, is we were on a mission to replace anything in wheat. And it led us to what the National Academy of Sciences uh, have noted as one of the best proteins in the world and the highest reparative levels is amaranth. The challenge with amaranth was that it became too overproteinizing. When we blended it, and we actually were the first company to use Caravas, and we blended it with an or organically derived soy, what happened is the protein became flexible, which meant you could never over-keratinize your hair. And amaranth is also known as the never-fading flower. It has a natural resistance to UV. So with that, what, for example, um, many people go, my hair gets to my shoulder, it doesn't get any longer. Well, the reason is, um, especially if you've got fine blonde hair, you may only have three to five cuticle layers and it wears away. It's not even damaged. What happens is the cuticle wears away. If you use, say, our One Shot or our Trinity Tronic on those ends on a daily basis, what it does is it creates a false uh, a protein on it, a false cuticle that's flexible. Remember, it can't dry the hair out and it grows longer. So, I mean, it was a tremendous, tremendous breakthrough. And, you know, that that has been the fundamental of how we've grown so forth with it. And that's how we replace plastics as well in, in the styling products is being able to work with the Babasu oil. And, you know, there was our, our leading sub-brand is our Awaken, which is our thinning hair. And we, we refuse to use any drugs or minoxidil. And nature has provided us with some way better options. And the one is Saul Palmetto. And it's a botanical that deactivates the DHT, which allows the follicle to produce a healthier hair. And, you know, recently, that's been the foundation of it since day one, 10 years ago. What we've been able to do is use a sandal tree extract to able to deliver biotin D to, you know, to really go right down to the cellular generation zone in hair to produce a healthier, thicker, fuller growing hair. So how did we do it? This is one of the greatest gifts I've been ever given the opportunity through the 80s and through the 90s to be able to work as a consultant with some of the best chemists. And I didn't know what couldn't be done. And when I would work with them, telling them the hair care product on behalf of the company that was contracting it, they would look and they'd say, well, you know, that can't be done. See, I didn't know it couldn't be done. And I'd say, well, you know, if we're going to get where we want to go, we need to do it. Right. And when we came to surface, we were able to bring together that type of mentality that just do it and be able to be very fortunate to find some breakthroughs that have fueled all the products that we've brought to the world since. Oh, that's amazing. That's got to be a sense of, uh, I mean, it is an accomplishment, sure. but just, just to be able to just bring a product that's, you know, that's healthy, that's responsible. And when you asked the question, you know, how do you break into that? I was thinking more like, you know, you have 37 styles, a very successful salon. You're already crazy busy. And then, you know, you're going to this. <laughs> But what what a you know a way to just trying to clean up our industry, right? right. And you know my my commitment to it, and this this is going to sound really corny, you guys, but it came out of my the last meeting and didn't know we were going to do surface yet, and uh, I was still saying someone's got to do something about that. And one of my favorite songs of all time from the mid '80s came on and the radio, and it was Michael Jackson. It's called "The Man in the Mirror," 
And um, with having our first grandchild at that time and, and my daughter entering the industry, and I said, if there's going to be a fifth generation grund or one of the, the grandchildren, is they're going to have healthy products to work with. So they can enjoy this amazing industry. And, you know, that, that same promise goes, we've got seven grandchildren now with it is, uh, you know, if, if they follow the footsteps, they're going to be able to be amazingly talented hairdressers with amazing products. And they're able to leave the earth a uh, more beautiful and a healthy place for it. But you guys didn't, didn't stop there though. When, you know, as far as, uh, you know, the clean earth, I mean, you guys, you know, I was reading something about you and your wife with world vision. I mean, explain uh, some of the stuff that you guys are doing with that. Well, it was 40 years ago, and I came back from that salon, that our, the 100 square feet, and we were expecting our, our first child and came in the house, and my wife was crying. And she looks at me, she says, I know we can't afford it. You know, I, I know we just do, you know, we live day to day, but um, I just sponsored a child on World Vision, and if you'd have seen the television program, you'd have done it too. And back at that time, I think it was like $19 a month. And I says, well, you know, if we can't afford $20 a month, there's something wrong. And we went ahead with it. And since that, that time, we personally did that. And we've sponsored a child. And when we did our company and we were sitting around uh, our, our table getting to some heart-to-heart with our – and when I say our company, it's my, my son and his wife. My son is our VP of operations. His wife is our director of operations. Uh, of education and my daughter Jackie heads up innovation and her husband is our director of marketing. So it, it's a family biz. Wow. And um, we, 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 we sat around and there's come things that came to mind. And first of all, it was to name this amazing company because the name came, you know, after we were into the product and it uh, case surface came from, we believe everything strong in the world comes from a strong surface and the roots that you see of our surface tree are the roots of the earth that they, they give life and they give growth to everything above, meaning not only the world around us, but salons and stylists and, and their guests. And, you know, for world vision, we said, you know, our commitment is we were going to be able to take 10% of our net profit and sponsor children and, 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 Children, we believe, are really everybody's responsibility on this earth uh, because they're our future. And then once we had 50 children and their family sponsored, World Vision came to us and asked us to be if we would be more of a direct corporate sponsor. So now anytime there's any um, disaster relief needed in, in the world that World Vision goes to, uh, you know, our salons and sales consultants and everyone know that they're a part of, you know, leaving the earth a better place. Wayne, Wayne, real quick. So, like, just to, just to explain what World Vision is, is that kind of like the Sally Struthers commercials from when we were kids? Is it? Is- um, yeah, the, they've marketed uh, many different ways to let people know what they do, and you know, we did a lot of research into uh, to World Vision to make sure that we knew that well in excess of eighty-seven percent of of their the donations to them are actually going into the field to be able to support the children and be able to support their families. And, you know, when they do their reach out in commercials, you know, they want to tug on the heartstrings. And, you know, that's why one of the reasons that we bring it to the forefront and, you know, a person can be a philanthropist in the background, but the more you put it in the forefront and more it makes people aware. And I'm very excited to say that you can walk into surface salons throughout the world and you'll see a nice little card that we've produced that um, lets people know of the support of World Vision. And now salons have sponsored their own children. Um, you know, we've had tremendous stylist individuals have sponsored their own. And, yeah, you know, the more you give the world, the more the world comes back and smiles on you. Well, it certainly uh, feels good, too, right? Yeah, absolutely. And, and 
I think we all should be a little bit more responsible in the sense of, you know what I mean? To think that way, because that truly, uh, that's, that's the way to truly change the world or change, you know what I mean? Uh, people's hearts or people's uh, situations. Well, certainly, you know, my, uh, my definition of gift is to give without the expectation of a return. Right. Right. The second that you expect or have an expectation of a return, then it, it was never a gift in the first place. It was always an investment. Right. Exactly. So with world vision, I mean, there's only one way to give, you yeah. know, and that and that's to give, and it's a it's a true gift. So Wayne Grund and uh, and Surface Man, I congratulate you guys for that. That that's that's amazing, and you know, not just amazing for our industry, but amazing for the world. Yeah, I feel so inspired. And our, our salon step up to the plate so strongly too. It's like this March again for the last few years, we've done a, a program where, you know, for every bottle of the two ounce Basu oil that's sold, we donate a a dollar to plant uh, trees with Arbor Day. And this past March, surface by ourselves, we'll do ten thousand trees that'll be planted. But not only that, salons then have taken the initiative in their own community to match that and on their own and leave the earth a better place. Mm. Wow. That's crazy, right? Yeah. 10,000 trees. What do 10,000 trees look like? <laughs> it's very, very green and puts some wonderful oxygen into our world. <laughs> way to, way to leave. I mean, what a legacy. You know right? what? That's it. That's the word, you know? Yeah. Legacy. And this, what a way to start legend month off. I know, right? I mean, if you kind of think about it, like, like this entire month is about legacy. You know, what, what, what are, what are, what are our legends and icons in the industry and what are they leaving and, um, well, what are they leaving? You know, that, yeah. that's pretty cool. You know, Wayne's leaving. I mean, more than just uh, more than just the industry. He's leaving the world a better place. Right. You know, you know leave it better than you found it. Yeah. Is that a saying someplace? That's when, like, you know, before uh, we even had him on a guest, uh, as a guest, uh, it, it, I was inspired. You know what I mean? I was, right. you know, what an inspiration. You know, when Dwayne came in with Surface Products to just, you know, teach you about the, uh, the, the hair care line itself and, and all the great things that, that it, that's doing. And then when you start researching and, and learning more about surface and Wayne Grun, it, it's much more than just our industry. Just That's yeah, amazing. And very I, inspirational. Actually, Wayne, I, ha- I have a question for you. What, um, what's the big uprising with like the charcoal products that I've seen? I've seen quite a few uh, product lines now, a uh, carrier charcoal line. Well, the the charcoal launch that we just had in March was the large, the most successful launch we've ever had. Um, a, t- a year and a half ago, we launched a violet shampoo that was based off of a, a certified organic Mackie berry. It took the world by storm. Uh, people have tried to duplicate what we've done in the violets this year and haven't even come close with it. So the reason I say that is innovation is become a synonymous link with surface. When people think innovation, they think surface. And when charcoal started coming into skincare about 10 years ago and people started to try to use it into hair care, they found it very dry. It would really dehydrate the skin. You instantly need a moisturizer. People found in hair care products that they could use very small amounts. And in fact, I, I really dislike this, but you know, manufacturers would use it simply for the marketing purposes to say they've got activated charcoal. But yet when you looked at the product, it was a, it, you could tell immediately it didn't have any usable level. So we went to work in the lab and we knew we needed to create a simultaneous action of adsorption with the D, which creates a network over the skin and hair. But at the exact same time, what it would do would moisturize. So that's where the babasu oil came into. So simultaneously, as we adsorb the toxins on top of the skin or hair, the babasu oil moisturizes underneath. And it carries in another very significant oil for healing called moringa. 
um, in the skincare products. And if I know you guys being you know social media followers, you've probably seen uh, the baby six months old and how the eczema was healed within two days on the cheeks. It was absolutely amazing. It just makes me feel so good to be able to help people like that. And, mm-hmm. uh, with the, the the skin relief cream for, for hairdressers hands within two days, you, you've got your hands you know, healthy and under control again. You're able to deliver a biotin D down to the cellular generation zone. So how does mother nature help us? How, always does, right? <laughs> so, anyway, that's the activated charcoal, and it's only going to grow from there. And I'll make you a promise. You're going to see a number of manufacturers follow our lead. And I've been around for so long that you know we bring a home run to the market and just wait for about six months, and you'll see other manufacturers enter that same kind of lead. And you know, I can just hope that we've done it the best uh, that can be possibly done out there. Hey, Wayne, as we uh, as we start to settle down here. Um, we have a uh, we have a big question for you. Now you're not allowed to. Uh, you've already done it, actually, but you're not allowed to uh, tell us stories and stuff. But you have to tell us the truth. So uh, you can't say world peace. You can't say uh, world vision. But uh, what is Wayne absolutely obsessed with? Uh, my family. Uh, seven grandchildren. Uh, my three children, their spouses, and my my amazing wife, who's not only the most amazing wife and mother, but the amazing grandmother. And uh, that's that's the heartbeat of what uh, makes me tick. In fact, this afternoon, uh, when my daughter is at the studio helping to get people uh, ready for this amazing 2019 next year's collect, we just kicked you out of theirs, but next year's collection. Um, my job at 115 is going to be over helping my wife put her wonderful twins to bed for the afternoon. And then I'll come back and get on to more calls. You know what? There's no no place I'd rather be. You know? Yeah, yeah, and that's pretty great. Well, Mr. Wayne Grun from Surface Hair Care, thank you very much for joining us on your day off. Absolutely, my pleasure. It's my honor, you guys. Thank you very much, and uh, thank you for doing what you do to inspire the hairdressers of the world. Please do me. Hey, hey, so there it is. Hey, this is a message that um, we've been trying to bring, I don't know, for the last couple of months, actually since we started the podcast. Hey, so if you like the podcast or if you find that it's useful, please, please, please leave us a review, a five-star review on iTunes. Um, leave us a rating and a review. But if you don't like it, forget about it. <laughs> yeah, totally forget about this message. We also want to thank Sarah and Blaine from Pretty Gritty. Uh, Sarah and Blaine, they are a band out of uh, Portland, Oregon, and we just want to thank them very much for allowing us to use their song, Pleased to Meet You, on our podcast. Um, that's cool. I think you can find, actually you can, you can find their music on, um, on iTunes. Peace and hair grease.